you are listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops with Vlad the Impeller and Silicon Steve Valley. And now, here is Silicon Steve Valley and Vlad the Impeller. Welcome, High Spots and Cheap Pops family. This is Silicon Steve Valley with Vlad the Impaler on the other side. It is January. We are the Monday before the Royal Rumble. The road to WrestleMania is eminent. Are you as excited as you look, Vlad? I'm even more excited, man. I cannot wait. Uh it's going to be an interesting turn over here uh, because they've really got to go and grab the fans' uh, attention at this point. Uh, and, uh, you know, so I was looking at the roster before we decided to go on air here with this podcast, and uh, uh, I got some interesting ideas. Uh, I really think this is their moment to go and grab some attention, especially the fact that they're going to have, I think, 25,000 people at the um, Raymond James Stadium for WrestleMania this year. So you're going to actually have a decent crowd reaction. So what they wanted, you know, well, you know, nearly 100,000 by, by no means, but 25,000 is much better than what they've been having at Thunderdome or, um, you know, even what AEW is getting at uh, Delhi uh, Palace. So, um, but yeah, it's going to, it's, they're going to have to make it somewhat interesting. So, uh, you know, if you want to go and, ahead of me let me know what you're thinking we can bounce some ideas off or whatever you want to do here but it's an important moment for them to start reclaiming some of their old fans and maybe grab some new ones i think that's definitely a good observation my from what they need to do um, especially with the business act end of it where nbc is now going to basically own the rights for the streaming service that is the wwe network so they want to splash they want to they want some momentum with this product they just bought um, and I think it's a, what I think is what they're, it's weird because they're doing so many amazing, beautiful things on SmackDown. And then they kind of have a shit show on raw and it's not because the, the, the characters and the wrestlers. So it's a weird dichotomy, but there's a lot of really, I, I'm with you. There's a lot of really cool things. Cause I, I also just want to talk about the Royal Rumble, maybe get into what we think is going to happen for the WrestleMania because they tie into each other. There's so many really cool things happening right now that could be great, but this is the problem. Every time you think something really awesome and really cool is going to happen, the WWE doesn't, and this goes back, how far back? This goes back to Hogan and Flair, WrestleMania 8. Because they didn't want to put Flair over against Hogan, I guess, at WrestleMania. Was that the story? But yeah, Flair but Hogan was- should have been at WrestleMania 8. That was the moment. That was the time. And then meanwhile, they're wrestling in their late mid to late 40s, when no one, when everyone's already saw it and didn't really care anymore in WCW, and they've done yeah, it, yeah, true, and they've done it ever since, and they do it more now than they used to ever do it. At least back in the Attitude Era, it was like okay, it was booked fairly decently, mm-hmm. but the booking as of the last five years, with I I believe the most talented roster they ever had in terms of bell to bell performers and athletes. They have real. That's why people are frustrated. Not because they're putting out a bad product, because it could be so much better. Yeah. So this is something that's going to be very important. They have been churning out good pay per views as of late. And when you talk about their live, the, the live perform, the live audience, twenty five thousand. It's going to be. 
I mean, when you're not getting anything, and by the way, they did a great job. The, the, the Thunderdome, I really don't miss the live crowd that much with the Thunderdome. I really don't, honestly. I really don't. Um, in fact, you, you can make the argument that that lets the wrestlers tell their story a lot easier. Roman Reigns, you think Roman Reigns would have the time to do what he's doing? So anyway, put that away for a second. Thunderdome has been great. But live crowd, that's what these performers get in there for, for that live moment. So it's, it's even the 25,000, it's going to be huge. And it's going to be, it's going to be one of the biggest events our country has seen since the pandemic. And as long as they're safe and they're doing it, God bless them. And, yeah. uh, but it is a big pay-per-view. And I, I think they're going to come to the, rise to the occasion. So with the Royal Rumble upon us, just six days away, we decided we were going to tickle your ears with our lovely opinions on who we think is going to win, who should win, who's going to be the surprises. And uh, we're also going to talk about the two major championship matches. Uh, we have, of course, Vlad the Impaler. We have my very, very favorite old-time Attitude Era wrestler who still comes back and fucks up a title reign at least once every year or two. Goldberg will, de will go up against the defending champion, Drew McIntyre, for the WWE Championship. And this, obviously, this great storyline, bringing back this legend who has had classic after classic, at his age, to come back and have the classic he had with The Undertaker, plus to be able to come in and just spear somebody for, for, two, for, two, for two minutes, Anyway, Goldberg and Drew McIntyre. Is Drew McIntyre going to succumb to the same fate as Kevin Owens and as The Fiend did last year? I believe so, yes. You think Goldberg becomes a champion again? I, I think Vince cannot help himself. I, I really don't. I just think I think there's no other reason he'd bring back Goldberg other than have him win, and then he's an attraction. Yeah, and I and I think the, I don't think he's going to go and repeat the same main event, or you know, I'll put, do you know the air quotes main event uh, as he did last year. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, like uh, McIntyre beat uh, Lesnar. I'm sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, but yeah, basically, uh, I, I don't think he brings Goldberg back to lose. I think he's going to throw the belt on him. And then you're going to have that main event between Goldberg and McIntyre going at it. And I could see perhaps somebody else being added into there for maybe a... The Miz. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. You know what? That's interesting. He still has that, I, I think, but he might be holding that till after WrestleMania. That I can see yeah, that happening. I, I could see this because with it being WrestleMania and they're actually being live, like in the live audience, I could see them adding a third person so that way two out of three people can actually carry a match. <laughs> yeah, you'd you'd hope, and I think yeah. it's a good and I think it's a good thing because there's so many ways you could protect Goldberg in a triple threat match. Yes, and that's that's the, so many ways, and it would make it yeah. for a better match. So. If you, I wouldn't want the Miz. I honestly would rather have AJ Styles. So you think, so you think Goldberg and McIntyre and another and an, an added person is going to wrestle at WrestleMania? That's that's what I'm guessing. And I, uh, you know, I, let me put it this way: I'm like looking at the. I looked at the roster previous to us talking here, 
um, you know, it, here's the names that might need to be considered. Uh, you mentioned AJ. I mean, he's doing some sort of uh, feud here with Elias. Is that going to carry through to Romania? No way. Know. Probably not, right? No, and he would, and he'd, he'd, it would be good to have him in that match. He can tell a story. He knows how to book. A, he knows how to be part of booking a great match in that instance, instance as well. And he'll yeah. damn sure make sure it's one of the best matches of the night. Oh, I agree. I agree. And honestly, if it was you or I, that's probably, you know, we'd be right on the same page. But then again, we're not Vince or we're not the billionaire that runs. Goldberg wouldn't even be. <laughs> yeah. Mind. So so then, yeah, Goldberg wouldn't be in the match. But then beyond <laughs> beyond AJ, who's the obvious choice, um, the return of Braun Strowman, perhaps. I rest for, for the Royal Rumble or WrestleMania. Uh, either or I'm thinking Isn't he on, is he's on SmackDown though. He wouldn't be part of that situation unless they move him, unless he wins the Royal Rumble, but I don't Wait. think he's part of that equation. Can we double check that? Is he Braun Strowman is, I mean, he might not be actually, where is, I think, I oh think no, he a... left. You're right. He left, yeah. he left. And because he Roman beat him, that's how right, much right. I watch raw, by the way. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a little confusing. I mean, they were they were a little bit dodgy with him, especially. But I could see Braun uh, has been working out like crazy. He's getting in top notch shape. So you know, like, and and Vince loves the big dudes. Of course. So that's one way to you know. So perhaps him, Keith Lee, perhaps is another one that they might want to have involved in that sort of match because Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre are now familiar with each other. They can carry their own weight with that, uh, with Goldberg in there and uh, make sure that he doesn't necessarily drop somebody on their head. Um, so those are two of the names that basically come to mind uh, for me. This is, now, this is for the triple Ted to the triple threat match at WrestleMania. Yeah, in case, in case. Yeah, but, you know, getting back to your original question, this match, if we're just going to go and be, you know, concise about it, uh, Goldberg wins. I'm going to say, I think... Unless he does a heel turn, Goldberg does a heel turn, I think Vince has Drew McIntyre win. Unless, now, why am I giving Vince the benefit of the doubt? Why? Because they've been setting up a huge match with Sheamus for the last three months. And Sheamus is still his buddy. So you know that that shoe is going to drop sooner than later. I could see that happening the, the night after WrestleMania. Him turning on him. Yeah. Or I just, I'm really hoping that McIntyre's even in their championship match for WrestleMania. That's not even, I mean, if they, they do, I could see that. Which would be a, a travesty if you put, say, you, you no, you, you he'll put be there. And Sheamus, and you would think, you really would think he deserves it for sure. Yeah. But, you know, AJ deserved it in 2016 or 2017. And Kevin Owens deserved it, and Jericho deserved it in 2016. Deserved doesn't make a damn anymore, you know what I mean? No, no. Especially around time in WrestleMania. He's just looking for, like, big names to throw out there. They should have the women, honestly, they should have Bailey, Sasha, and Bianca Belair in a triple threat match headline WrestleMania anyway. That's my opinion. That's whatever. I think that would Uh, be a show and a half. Sasha's arguably your biggest star right now other than Roman. Or do you, unless it's Roman Brock, but we're going to get into all that too. We're, we're putting the cart. This cart is running me over because it's before the horse. That was dumb. So I will disagree with you. I think it's going to be Drew McIntyre. I think he beats Goldberg I, in somehow, shape, or form. And then I think they have a rematch at Fastlane 
or one-way ticket to WrestleMania tour or WrestleMania fever tour or whatever the middle pay-per-view the February pay-per-view is now. I believe that's possibly when there's some kind of controversy or Goldberg will have himself in the WrestleMania match. I will agree with that. I don't know if he has the title. I say McIntyre in one way or another walks out as champion. He might lose. Maybe there's a disqualification. They got to set up a, a, match, a rematch, but McIntyre walks out as champion at, at the Royal Rumble. Okay. So you go McIntyre, I go Goldberg. Right. Yeah. Okay. And I, so that's then, because uh, I'm stupid and I, I'm giving Vince McMahon some benefit, benefit of the doubt and the booking of benefit of the doubt, which is dumb. They're going to come through hey, for listen. me, pal. Hey, thank God we're recording this and uh, we have it here forever. Uh, the posterity so have, is, is immaculate. Yeah. Yeah. So then from there, we go to Owens Roman. Ah, uh, yes. And which is, I would, it's weird. I would say the best, easily the best story in WWE right now, what, what Roman Reigns is creating with Paul Heyman, with Jey Uso. Uh, now Apollo Cruz is being added to the mix a little bit which overlaps into Big E. And then, of course, you, you have everything happen with Kevin Owens. And this has been a great feud with two fantastic professional wrestlers. It's as simple as that. Um, I didn't love the shit with Adam Pierce over the last two weeks with, like, he was in the match, he wasn't in the match. I, I, don't, I don't, why does Roman hate Adam Pierce so much? I'm not sure. I don't know that yet. But, um... Either way, it's still been the really the best stuff. Saw a great interview with Roman recently too. He really has a hell of a lot of respect for Kevin Owens. Really talked yeah, he about. Does, yeah. He talked about uh, how how tough he is. Basically, he just really put him over as a professional as much as he could, keeping it somewhat kayfabe. Kayfabe, yeah. Which is cool. Which was cool that he did that too. I thought. Is that the um, one where he described him like a bumblebee? Uh, no, he just didn't get them getting up. Possibly, I didn't. I didn't read the whole thing. It was it was a lot. It was I only read excerpts of it because that's how I read articles for the most part. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, he said really nice things about him. Okay, cool, got it. You know. So, what do you think is happens here? I think I'm I'm actually I'm I'm assuming this is going to be a really really long Roman Reigns title run. Yeah, and Kevin Owens has done such great work recently. They might give him a quick shitty run. They might give him an Orton run just to have an Orton run. And then, you know, Roman wins that in February. I wouldn't like that. I think Roman wins. I don't think Roman's dropping his belt for like the next two years. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know about that. Vince has got to have the good guy win that one eventually. You know what I mean? But I don't think that's what I'm saying. I don't think Roman. That's why I think Roman shouldn't headline necessarily this year, even though he's had a great year, but don't, you know, he, but he should because he's the biggest name right now or, but there's an argument that Sasha's draws more ratings hourly. So who knows? I don't know. But uh, the point being here is uh, you think it just, how do you think the match goes? What would you do if you were booking it? The last man standing glad you got the pencil. What would you do? I'll give you my idea what I would do. Not necessarily the finish, but 
what do you what do you see the storyline moving? Because that's putting you on the spot. I mean, how the hell you put together? <laughs> um, yeah, what I think is going to happen is like with the last man standing, that's just inviting outside interference. So uh, I think we might see in addition to Roman's crew here, um, and they that person will cost uh, uh, Kevin Owens the match, which then I could see Kevin Owens sort of parlaying it into a feud with somebody else. Uh, Perhaps it would be Jey Uso. Perhaps it's Apollo Crews. Who knows? But, like, listen, I don't think Roman's going to be dropping a belt to him. And, you know, and you mentioned the Adam Pierce thing, too. Yeah, like, obviously, there's a ring of honor um, connection between Adam and uh, Kevin Owens. And uh, I'm wondering if there's any way that they could be a little bit more, you know, clear about their history, if you will, um, and just sort of tie it there. Because, they need to start embracing some of this. I think personally, um, you're seeing it happen where uh, AEW and the other federations are blurring the lines. So you have that there at WWE with Owens, Pierce. Not that Pierce is like a big deal, in, you know, in the ring itself, but you also have Sammy. You have Adam Cole in Undisputed Era. Um, these guys are all connected because of their time in Ring of Honor. Oh, the honor. list goes on and on. People even yeah, yeah. even I think Riddle wrote Riddle wrestled for Ring of Honor for a little while too. I mean, yeah, list... but, but you know, there there seems to be that crew of guys that sort of did their time. Even Daniel Bryan, um, there where they sort of have Samoa that Joe. That's another one. CM um, Punk. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's something that they should perhaps build on with that. And I don't know if they can actually. I mean. You know, would Ring of Honor be annoyed that they're sort of, you know, recalling their history? If anything, is going to bring more attention to Ring of Honor, right? Yeah. Ring of Honor is really struggling right now. They basically lost every big star they had yeah. within, within a two year, except for Jay Lethal. <laughs> Who's yeah. in Ring of Honor? The Briscoes and Jay Lethal, end of list. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm exaggerating, but I mean, you yeah. go back three years when, when it was Adam Cole and Cody, Cody, Adam, it was Adam Cole's last couple months. Cody was still there, just joined the Bullet Club. Young Bucks, Hangman Adam Page, Marty Skrull, because he just left Ring of Honor. The point being, either way, they, they lost a, a ton of people. The Young Bucks were major draws, headlined half of their pay-per-views. You know, Kenny Omega wrestled there every once in a blue. He would wrestle yeah, yeah, two, yeah. two of their three of their pay-per-views, or, or about two of their pay-per-views a year. So... All these guys, I mean, they basically, I mean, it was really the equivalent of during the Attitude Era, someone coming in and taking the Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, the Dudley Boys, you know, you, you know I, don't know if I don't know if I'd put them on that level, though, Young Bucks level, but um, in terms of popularity and what they mean to their organization. Uh -huh. So, you know, it, it, it was very hard for Ring of Honor to recover. In fact, in an impact winds up and goes, gets Don Callis, and they sign a bunch of other guys as well. So Impact really the, has reclaimed that, you know, they kind of switched with Ring of Honor for several years there. Now Impact Wrestling is definitely the more popular brand, certainly now with this partnership with AEW as well. So yeah. there's that. Yeah. So, you know, getting back to the to the Roman match there uh, with Owens, I, I see uh, Owens being close to beating him, but then – Something unexpected will happen. Roman will win, and uh, 
and that'll be it. They'll carry on because honestly, the way I'm looking at the Royal Rumble winner themselves, I I'm pretty sure I'd say I'm ninety percent sure that whoever wins the Royal Rumble is going to go put their sights on Roman. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason I think Goldberg wins. I think they're going to keep that. Yeah, I, I think. Well, I, well, this this is another thing that Roman was talking about in his interview. Roman now has a clear direction because he's been working with Paul Heyman so closely. He basically said he wants to keep Paul Heyman on his, by his side creatively, if it's on screen or not. He wants Paul Heyman part of his character build. Yep. And so Roman has now built himself in a position similar to Cena and Hogan where he can kind of call his shots now. He yep. has a lot of pull to pull for his own shots. And he recognizes that Paul Heyman, anything Paul Heyman is part of, in terms of on screen and anything Paul Heyman takes a vast interest in usually is gold. Yep. Where you got Pritchard, he's probably 50%. <laughs> if you go back and look at all of his stuff, mm-hmm. Heyman's gold doesn't always get yep. over. But that's because he thinks above the crowd. I believe in my opinion, I yep. think he thinks above your average WWE wrestling fan. Heyman still books for, you know, guys like us, you know what I mean? Yep. Yep. Even though he did book the Lana, I guess he booked the Lana Rusev Lashley thing. So eh. that was terrible. I mean, it definitely was not the love triangle with Beulah McGillicuddy Raven and Tommy Dreamer. That's for damn sure. And then Dreamer's having threesomes with an Asian girl as well with friend with with Beulah McGillicuddy. I mean, geez, while I think she was pregnant, God damn it, Tommy Dreamer. God bless him. Quit the heartthrob, that dreamer. I don't know about anymore. I love Tommy Dreamer. Lo- love his vibe, but um, yeah, I don't know. I think I I I I would have to say Roman too. You put a gun to my head. However, I think it, it. How many times are we gonna see Kevin? This is why I think Kevin might have an opportunity because it seems like it's a, it's like a Randy Orton versus McIntyre vibe, where McIntyre won every single time just by the skin of his teeth. Randy Orton almost, and then finally Randy Orton won. And then he lost the title two weeks later, or three weeks yeah. later, or whatever it was. I could see something like that happen. <clears throat> kind of give Owens a shot, give him a little bit of more of a main event rub, continue that vibe. So whoever he faces at WrestleMania, it'll be a little bit of a bigger deal. And then Roman beats him at, at the at the next pay-per-view. I really could see that. Do I I already took a chance with going with McIntyre? I'm not gonna have the balls to take another chance here. I say Roman will win. We are on the same page there. Nice flip flop. So <laughs> no, well, now I, I can I tell you, you that I could see Kevin Owens winning. <laughs> but I, if you want me to make sense of the WWE booking their championships, I'm <laughs> no. Yeah, that's why I'm thinking Roman. They're going to keep strong, and you know, there's something uh, that uh, we're not going to that we can't call just now is going to happen, and is going to cause Kevin. So. Um, all right, so that's cool. So we got the two big ones out of the two big championship matches out of the way. Super excited about what's setting up for next. I think this these Royal Rumbles are very, very interesting. And I don't think this is a Royal Rumble that is really not cut and dry at all. I mean, there's a lot of ways they can go. A lot of people wondering which ways they can go. There are possible surprises. Brock Lesnar's been rumored. Ronda Rousey's been rumored. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't think Rousey's happening. I think that was a BS rumor, but um, Lesnar is very, very possible. Yeah. And uh, they haven't even announced half the the entrance as of yet. I don't know if you're familiar with the list. Yep. 
Um, we, you have they the, announced so, so they announced far we got Edge tonight. Yeah, Dent. What happened? They announced Edge tonight. Oh, nice, cool. I'm glad he, he hasn't been around in several months. That's cool. I thought he was. That's good for him. Maybe he wins. You know, I don't it's, know. Yeah, it's a possibility. Um, is he is he going to be back or what is going on with him? I don't. I'm not certain. No, he's going to be back for WrestleMania. That's for sure. I mean, um, so is he just going to be a part time? player i guess uh, yeah 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 i mean I just, he still has unfinished business with uh orton which i'm not really looking forward to uh, yeah uh, i mean what are you gonna what uh, it'll be the I wrestlemania mean, honestly, match the big rematch the, the the rubber match between the two i don't know i don't really need that i'd actually rather see edge against goldberg and uh mcintyre if anything so so far announced edge Daniel Bryan, Bobby Lashley. Well, let's just go down the nose right away. Bobby Lashley's no. No. AJ Styles is no. No. Randy Orton's no. No. Otis is definitely no. No. The Miz is definitely a no, because no. why would he do it if he had the, the money in the bank anyway? Yeah. Jay Uso's a no. Cesaro's a no. Jeff Hardy's no. a no. No. Sami Zayn's a no. Nakamura's no. a no. Dolph Ziggler's a no. Nope. Daniel Bryan is the only one I would put as a possibility as the people that have been announced so far. Yeah. And then, and, uh, yeah, and, and, I mean, edge is not edge is not main eventing WrestleMania for the title. He's coming back to finish business with Randy Orton, mm-hmm. but maybe who knows? I could see edge winning. I could definitely see edge winning. If he mm-hmm. commits to being on television for a few months, I can definitely see edge winning. No, definitely. I mean, guys, honestly, like he, he um, Say if he won and decided to get into the Goldberg mix with um, with uh, McIntyre, I don't see Edge going after Roman personally. No, that um, would be that would be a McIntyre deal. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But here's what I'm thinking uh, in terms of the guys that are on the roster currently. Um, here's who I see. Number one to me, it's Daniel Bryan, immediate underdog against Roman, right? And he already has a little bit of alliance with him, with Otis and uh, Chad Gable, right? So he already has a couple of guys with him. That whoa, 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 whoa! Are you putting Chad Gable and Otis in some kind of weird? Are, is he going to feud? Is the is the is the Alpha administration Alpha? What's it called? Alpha University going to feud with the the Bloodline? Is that what you're suggesting? Uh, there is could, I guess. Sort of a- there is some sort of alliance. I don't know if you saw the three amigos thing they did also yeah, at the end of the one match that. and all that. I think Where, it's yeah. Yeah, and and then don't sleep on Chad Gable, man. FTR has been promoting him, man. I don't know if you saw it recently. But um but getting back to it, I see Daniel Bryan going after Roman, complete underdog, challenging the head of the table, et cetera, et cetera. The the fans would be all about Daniel Bryan Bryan beating Roman. We know Roman's going to squash him, basically. Not squash him, but I would say beat him at WrestleMania. That would be my, my, my two cents. Uh, the other names that I thought would be at the top of the list in terms of the current roster, Seth Rollins returning and perhaps winning as a babyface and then challenging Roman. I don't think he's been gone long enough to come back as a babyface. But that is uh, definitely an interesting dynamic because – now that he's the big dog, he's really, I mean, you know. Yeah, like, I, that, that's the thing. It's like, he's been, here's the thing. He just had a child with Becky Lynch. 
Um, then beyond that, Roman has done the whole head of the table thing pretty much the entire time Seth Rollins has been gone. So, I mean, really, is anybody going to be beckoning for the, uh, you know, what does he call himself? The um, uh, Smackdown savior, savior. Smackdown. Yeah. I, I mean, honestly, I could see him just being annoyed about the whole head of the table thing, trying to go for it. But he's one to keep in mind, uh, my, my, my uh, two cents. And the other one is actually Braun Strowman. I'm wondering if they decide to go push him and then have him go in after um, either Goldberg or McIntyre. Now, those are just the current roster ones for there. Now, if I could just be so kind to jump over to the – actually, you know what? How about you tell me your top three picks for uh, Well, I, I, I agree with you on Daniel Bryan. I think the one – and also what Daniel Bryan brings to the table is if you have a match with him and Roman – it can close out WrestleMania and it can be a hell and it can be a five-star match. And you don't have to worry about 25 spears. You don't have to worry. You know, Daniel Bryan is going to go yeah. out there and put on one of the best matches he can. And so I, that's the I, one and positive. On that, and on that thought, keep this in mind too. We have two nights of WrestleMania. Once again, we need pretty much two main events. Yeah. I mean, I think that that main event might write itself. I think Sasha's going to Sasha yeah. Bailey and, uh, We'll get into that. Sasha and Bailey. This has nothing to do with my Royal Rumble pick, but I think Sasha Bailey and Bianca Belair should also be one of the headlining matches. They're going to do something magical. Those three. Oh my yep. God. I can't wait. Um, they could anyway. Um, and I just think what Bailey and Sasha did, they, they deserve a WrestleMania main event. I really do. But um, my first thought, thought obviously say is Daniel Bryan. I have to disagree with you on Braun Strowman. I don't think he moved the needle enough and I don't think he's happy. I, I don't know. I don't think Seth or Braun makes sense. If you're going to do Seth, it makes more sense to do it after WrestleMania. You bring them back and maybe they headline SummerSlam. That might be a little bit better because then you could build that story. You can build the former shield brothers going at it, fighting for dominance on SmackDown. That's a story. I think that story deserves to be told where the Royal Rumble is kind of like, okay, um, you get the person there and you're there. You could tell that story in the meantime to WrestleMania, which I do get, but you don't need that vibe. For, I think you could save that for Seth Rollins. I really do. And I think they will. Because I don't think they know exactly how big Seth Rollins is going to come back and how popular he's going to be. You know, the WWE universe is very fickle, as you said. You know what I mean? As we've yeah. said. So... There's that. Um, the other one is, I honestly think, Brock Lesnar. And I know everyone's going to say shit. He's a surprise entrance. You're not keeping to the format, man. Oh, is he a surprise entrance? I thought everyone knew he was going to be there. Is he gonna it's be all over the spirit? fucking internet. Are you kidding me? Everyone and their mother's always. picking Brock Lesnar to win the Royal Rumble. He hasn't been announced. Huh? It's, he hasn't been announced. We don't know he's going to be there. Well... My official pick is – I'm sorry. I didn't know he was one of the surprises. I apologize. Absolutely I was wondering why surprised. he didn't say Brock Lesnar. The whole time, I'm like, why didn't he say Brock Lesnar? He's Yeah, all right. I, I mean, misunderstood Jesus the Christ. I misunderstood the concept, sir. This Kurt is why pre-production meetings need to start on time at 10.15. Current roster. <laughs> okay, you did say current. No, it was my fault. I just wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. Current roster, I don't have anybody but Daniel Bryan and Biggie, Biggie Smalls. Okay, that's good. So Biggie, I can see because they're trying to push him to the moon right now, and he's had a very good run, and he has they're telling a great story with him. So I could see that. I don't know if I I would do that. I think Daniel Bryan's the better way to go. 
I don't have a third though. There's no, there's not a third that I think would be possible to win the Royal Rumble. Okay. All right, now let's do current roster women's. It's going to be Randy Orton. I'm going to be pissed. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, seriously. It's going to be Randy the, Orton. What about Fiend. the Fiend? I, I don't even think the Fiend shows up for the Royal Rumble. He's still burned alive, man. He's not coming back yet, dude. He's he's, he's undertaking yeah. it. He's going to come back when he's ready. Chill out. Yeah. Dude, if you were burned alive, would you be ready to fight Randy Orton? Come on. He's probably going to fight him at WrestleMania. In fact, that's probably... See, what do you do? Now, now you built this thing with The Fiend and Randy Orton, and now you have Edge coming back? Ah, I don't know that's if Edge does I, the Randy Orton thing, but he said yeah, he no, does. And that's, that's why I'm thinking that Edge has a chance maybe. Well, maybe Ricochet will. That ain't happening. Maybe Ricochet will win the Women's Royal Rumble. Speaking of the Women's Royal Rumble. I figure we could think- segue since that train wreck just happened. Yeah, <laughs> my part. Um, so, the women, women's Royal Rumble. Who do you got, brother? Uh, my three, my top three uh, mm-hmm. would be Bianca Belair to go against Sasha. Yeah, Alexa Bliss to go against Asuka, or perhaps Rhea Ripley. All right. I Bianca Belair makes sense because I do think she's going to be in the main event at WrestleMania just because everything that they're doing with her, giving her a, a spot with Bailey. Um, they just had a really entertaining spot with a utilizing, of course, utilizing the the very talented Otis and Chad Gable of Alpha University or Alpha Academy. That's what it's called. So I think Bianca Belair is going to be in, the, in, in there. I actually, if you put a gun to my head, see the problem with Alexa Bliss, she just beat Asuka on Raw last week. So something tells me Alexa's going to be, and she, she might be a champion beforehand, but she's too big of a star and too good in the ring to have her just be a valet to the fame. Right. So Alexa Bliss makes the most sense I think Alexa I'm with you Bianca Belair or Alexa Bliss I don't think Nia or Shayna have a shot this year no I don't way. I don't think there's enough 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 interest in them um Liv Morgan kind of makes you raises an eyebrow are they going to put Liv Morgan on that oh I don't know I think maybe I, honestly I could see them having some kind of sh- chicanery because Bailey's in the women's Royal Rumble too I could see chicanery with Bailey and Bianca Belair they do the old Steve Austin or do the old uh, Lex Luger, Bret Hart thing. I think also Batista and the Undertaker did it as well, where two people get eliminated right around the same time. And then that's how they get in. The only problem with that is, is if Brock Lesnar, then both of your Royal Rumble winners are on SmackDown. They might not want to do that. So that's why I think my official pick. Billy Kay. No, I'm just kidding. Alexa Bliss. I think Alexa goes. She's going to get rewarded with a a main event shot uh, or one of the main event shots at WrestleMania. Um, but what are you? What are they doing with the women's tag team right now? And and, and we just watched it. Well, I mean, I, I, I don't even I, doubt if Charlotte's going to win again. Yeah, and that point right there is like definitely can happen because then Charlotte wins. And then Asuka's looking at Charlotte. Charlotte's looking at Asuka. There's tension. And then all of a sudden, this tag team that they just went and jammed together, 
that we're supposed to believe have been like great friends. Now all of a sudden they'll be in another match with Nia and Shayna Baszler. And because they argue, they're going to lose. And then all of a sudden, Oh, Charlotte's going to be like, Oh, I'm going to pick you over Sasha. And there you go. I can totally see that happen. Dude, Asuka was doing so well. And, and, and I'm shitting on, on how they're treating Asuka. She has two championships right now. So it's not like I'm saying that they're not booking her like to win, they're making her look weak, but she has taken a significant backseat to Charlotte Flair since Charlotte Flair came back in terms of storyline. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, there's no other way to point it out. There's no other way to look at it. Asuka was red hot, white hot, someone would say. Yeah. White hot. Yeah. Doing her goofy dancing, whatever the hell she is. I love it. I don't know what it is, but I love it. Everyone loves it. And you bring Charlotte back. First of all, why do you have an Asuka fight for the tag titles? You couldn't find another eligible woman in that division, you couldn't get another wrestler to fight for the for the tag team titles. You have so many brilliant women in this division, but you had to put Oscar and Charlotte on a tag team together. It's just mind boggling how stupid it is. God, I was hate Mickey, that. Ah oh, man, Mickey, was Mickey James not available? He's a legend now. Silly. Uh, oh shit. <laughs> it is definitely just like Hollywood, though. Wrestle women wrestlers. Oh my god, you have Goldberg at 53 coming out, main eventing a WrestleMania, right? Mickey James, I don't even think she's 40 yet, and she and she's as good as anyone on the roster in terms of in ring, not as anyone, but she's one of the upper ones. And she (laughs) she's being put out to pasture. Yeah, oh, that's not sexism written all over it. I don't know what the hell is. I'm not being dead serious, and it's the same thing why Meg Ryan and Julia Roberts aren't getting the same spots they were getting 20 years ago same exact reason so there it's true yeah you know it's 100 percent true they want yep. to ath- they want athletic tens was the exact words and they have and what they've done is brilliantly they've taken these really talented young women and they're starting and that's why young women that's why you know lady women wrestlers are coming up in their early mid-20s to pretty much consistently yeah, you know they, their body develops a little bit earlier, so you know maybe they could start their career a little earlier. You know, I don't know, but either way, uh, it's just it's really a shame when you see someone like Alicia Fox and you see someone as talented as Alicia Fox and as talented as Nikki James. It's a real shame that I don't know that they are kind of like okay, you're retired by the way, you're a legend, good job. Yeah, we have we have nothing to do with you. It's just it's just terrible. And they keep her because they know if Mickey James, if she goes to, I don't know if she would ever go back to Impact. I don't know how she left there, but that or AEW. But AEW is starting to, and I don't want to get too much into it because I want to get into the WWE thing. But AEW is, you can see them trying to build this women's division. We'll, we'll have more on that as it comes off. They're having an eliminator tournament similar to what Kenny Omega won to win the championship or to get the, tra- the shot at Moxley. So we'll see. They've been building up a lot of different characters. I still feel like you know, they haven't uh, put the championship in the best light and we'll see what happens from there. But I'm a big Britt Baker fan. So there you go. And the waiting room. So there you go. What, what about surprise entrance in Royal Rumble? You know what? I don't know, man. They, they bring back friggin' Bushwhacker Luke right now. If they could. No, no, no. I'm talking surprises. I have a legit chance to win it. <laughs> 
I don't know if I've mentioned this, but Brock Lesnar, is he mentioned yet? Oh, oh, yeah. See, there we go. If Brock Lesnar was my surprise, I think Brock Lesnar is going to win it. And that tells a story. And then we can get into it. How about you? Since you know mine already. Yeah, let's be clear. If Brock Lesnar, if they cue his music, as as soon as they cue that music, just give him the Royal Rumble. He's going to win it. Um, I have zero doubt if we see him, he's going to win it. Okay, and he's going to go right after Roman. And it's so funny. Remember how all you heard from me, you, and millions and millions and millions of other wrestling fans all over the world, literally. Oh, God damn, I hate Brock Lesnar. Why is he always in there? He just holds a championship freaking ransom. It sucks. He's a part-time guy. And here I am saying you have got to book Brock Lesnar and Roman at WrestleMania. The match I didn't want to see in a thousand more years, just four years ago when they fought last, or was yeah. it three years ago? When I don't know when they when he speared Goldberg or speared Lesnar like twenty times and still lost. Yeah. Whatever. I think there was like ten F fives and twenty spears. It was something stupid. It was it was a shitty match. The, the crowd was the crowd was I think chanting boring, and this was the main event of WrestleMania. Yeah. So this match, I I am proposing is something that flies in the face of everything that every smart Mark has bitched and cried about for the last five, six years. Brock Lesnar being part of the main event scene. Here's the problem. I want to see something that's entertaining. And what do we have that's entertaining? You have a relationship that goes back literally 18 years, only been severed one time. In that 18-year history between Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. And now Paul Heyman is on the side of Roman Reigns. And that is extraordinary. And now you get to see a side of Brock Lesnar. If he does win this Royal Rumble as the babyface, you get to see Brock Lesnar cut. The guy can cut great promos. The guy is a great professional wrestler. Say what you want about him, about how he's entitled, what have you, what have you. Brock Lesnar is one of the best heavyweight wrestlers in the history of the business. The guy can still put on, if he's in with somebody that can go, he puts on a great match. I know he shot the bed with, with John Moxley several years ago. I know there's been main events he hasn't been proud of, certainly Roman Reigns as well. So I know he doesn't always bring it, but he also brings it often. And that's a story I want to see. The promos from Paul Heyman describing to Brock Lesnar how it was. And by the way, is Paul Heyman going to definitely side with Lesnar? That's a story that is the most interesting. If you bring Brock Lesnar back at all and you don't put him against uh, Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns now, then you're doing it wrong. But the WWE does it wrong all the time. So I can't be mad at them if they don't get it right. But that's 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 my hope. Yeah, I mean, listen, that feud would write itself and you just jump on uh, Paul Heyman's uh, coattails at that point and let him take you on that uh, incredible story, okay? Um, so, yeah, Brock, to me, would be the biggest surprise. If you hear his music, I'd say he was, he's definitely going to win. Um, then beyond Brock, you know, I mentioned Seth Rollins a little bit earlier. Uh, what about Mr. John Cena? Sean Cena, I I don't think he's going to be there. Does he? Is he he's been has he been rumored? Uh, Triple H did a uh, interview and said uh, John Cena's the type that uh, something like like starves or thirsts for these sort of moments. 
meaning WrestleMania. So if he comes out, is there a chance that he wins? I mean, that would be an interesting feud between Roman being the the heel and Cena sort of approaching him. Well, I mean, you, you put John Cena in and it's going to be money. No doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I don't think John Cena, John Cena, now that there's 25,000 fans there, he might. But I haven't heard anything of the of the like that John Cena is going to be at WrestleMania this year. Um, okay, just that's not saying that it's it's that's not saying that it won't won't happen. I mean, he's going to wrestle again, but I think John Cena's been pretty clear. He doesn't want to take a uh, someone's spot at WrestleMania unless it really means something. And I don't think fighting Roman Reigns for the championship when they had already fought, they had this match before, they blew that too. You talk about blowing things. They already had the for, the face of the the face that runs the place versus the future of it. They had that big match. Cena had one of his best promos ever. Roman missed his missed his cue. I don't know if you remember that. Roman missed his cue, yeah. and Cena said, "Hey, it's a promo, kid. If you're gonna be the top guy, you gotta handle it." I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. So they already had one. that moment. They already had yeah. that moment that you're talking about. They already blew their load on that moment. That would have been great. Vlad the Impaler, you came up with this brilliant plan. Unfortunately. They jacked off with a semi on it about three years ago, and it's not, and it doesn't have the same pop. Hmm. So I don't think Cena is an option either. I don't think he comes back. I don't think he's coming back this year. He came back last year. I don't think Cena is going to be an every year kind of guy. I mean, I know. I mean, you're totally right. I mean, it's not like WWE brings back these older guys every year and then all of a sudden they win and compete for championships. I mean, that never happens, right? I mean, you, you just. I mean, you're making such a great case, man. I mean, Silicon Steve Alley has never been so right in his life. I'm just telling you, that's not Cena's vibe right now. He, Cena does not want. Cena's not coming back to wrestle in the Royal Rumble. I'm telling you that right now. That's not Cena. Cena comes if Cena's coming back, he's going to have a proper program. Where we can tell a proper story, cut to all the promos that needs to happen. Cena, as far as I'm concerned, there's no way Cena makes a return at the Royal Rumble. Okay. Okay. I, I, you want other surprises? They're, they're, I got surprises what call what call ups from NXT are going to be in there? There's going to be probably a few call ups. Uh, 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 the only one that would move the needle, honestly, is carrying uh, cross. Yeah. So whatever. And I don't even think he'll move the needle. They don't even get seven hundred thousand people every week anymore. Who cares? They're in the mud. Dead. Oh my god. They're, they're gonna be. Go. They're gonna. They're they're gonna be put on. Uh, they're gonna be put on USA Second Channel because uh, the Buffalo Sabers are playing the Can- Canadian Maple, the, the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's right. That's right. AEW are the winners, champs. I mean, are they? Are they really? At this point, they're my champs. I know. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I, I see your point. I do see your point. What, I what just don't think she is doing it. Uh, Becky Lynch. She just had a baby two months ago. She ain't coming back yet. I mean, I did. It was that rumor. See, I haven't read the rumors. I just know people been talking about Brock Lesnar. I've been seeing it very often. Um. So my so question is, Becky Lynch. If Becky Lynch ago. comes back, I still don't think she wins the Royal Rumble. If she comes back, she's winning. I don't think a surprise wins the Royal Rumble this year. Ooh. About, no, I'm uh, sorry. Brock Lesnar's a surprise. Other than Brock Lesnar, who's not a surprise because everyone knows he's going to fucking be there and win it. 
If he's not there, I hope it's Daniel Bryan. If it's anybody other than those two, I'm going to be slightly annoyed. Yeah. Uh, what about this one? Jay White. He doesn't win the Royal Rumble, but that would be amazing. That would be more like an AJ Styles moment. Yeah, I'm seeing some, you know, some smoke about that currently. It would make a lot of sense. It would make a lot of sense. Uh, And I said that actually earlier. I don't think AEW makes any sense at all for Jay White. He was either going to go back to Japan or he was going to go to WWE. And Mm -hmm. the guy's brilliant. I think he's perfect for WWE. He cut an impassioned promo, and I actually caught it on one of our bonus episodes. If you guys want to check it out in the archives, further back on our High Spots and Cheap Pop Spotify, you can actually hear my predictions of what's happening with Jay White. Jay White is an extraordinary – I don't think there's a chance – no one knows who he is in the States for the most part, at least on the WWE scale. So people know who he is, don't get me wrong, but it's it's going to be a very similar vibe as AJ Styles. The people that know who he is are going to love it, the people don't know who he is, you know, there's, there's going to be too many people that aren't going to know who he is for him to win the Rumble. But if he does, if he's on television every week, I hope it doesn't suck. I hope the WWE does gives him the opportunity to, to be who he is because the guy is, he's, he's, he, if he, if he joins WWE, he's a top 10 talent walking through the door mm-hmm. in terms of bell to bell, in terms of storytelling in the story. In this business. That's how good Jay White is. And that's not yeah. exaggerating. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, that's just the other one that's sort of intriguing, you know? Right yeah. Now. That, that's someone I'm really excited to see in, on WWE television, yeah. provided they allow him to be himself and they give him the creative freedom that he'll probably need, or they give him, or they give him enough to where, you know, he can really stick his toes in. But I'm wondering, do they put Jay White and they put him in NXT or does he go right to the main roster? I think he goes to the main roster from what I've seen of him. But, it, you know, Vince will get him and he'd be like, uh, Jay, uh, you're the switchblade and that's a little too violent. Can we call you like the uh, the pen knife? Is that all right? <laughs> it's close, but, you know, it's a We're going to call him the state. All right, I got an idea. The pen knife doesn't sound very intimidating. So I got an idea. Right, you're right, going right. to like it. Quite frankly, quite frankly, I think you're going to like it. We're going to call him the stapler. <laughs> and your finisher's the staple gun. Oh, he got him with the stable gun. He got him with the stable gun. It won't, I mean, it won't the, sound as cool, quite frankly, because Michael can't, Michael Cole will probably screw up your name anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just the little nuances that they got to, they feel. Paperweight. He, he has. We, we he can't has. say the word bullet because people shoot guns and kill kids. And the liberals, you know how those liberals are. Uh, I'm sorry, that was Alex Jones. You know, liberals, they want your frogs gay. They want to turn the frogs gay and Jay White gay. They want to turn him not, he's not the switchblade anymore. That'd be a good meeting. Vince McMahon and Alex Jones talking about what they should do with Jay White. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm not going to go any further on that because I just, maybe one day. But yeah. Jay White is exciting, and and, and that that would that would really and and hopefully, and I really hope they get to a point where WWE keeps their secrets better because every time there's a big big surprise, Meltzer tells him like you know what I mean. Meltzer yeah, will tell you Meltzer. exactly what's happening. Go oh, so here, Bill, Bill, Bill Goldberg's going to beat the Fiend. No way. 
you crazy Meltzer, you Meltzer, you Melzy Schmelzy, you have no idea what you're talking about. There's no way Goldberg's beating the Fiend. The Fiend's red hot. Goldberg's think, coming uh, back. Do you think uh, Vince calls Meltzer uh, personally? He's like, all right, Dave, uh, here's a rumor. Listen, just hear me out. Hear me out. We're going to take Goldberg. And you remember what we how we built up the Fiend? Yeah, yeah. That right, Vince. Uh, remember what happened with Seth Rollins of the Fiend? Yeah, yeah, of course I was there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, we're gonna have Goldberg, who's been garbage, destroy the Fiend so quickly. It's gonna be incredible. That's good shit there. Well, no, he, you know, Vince is getting him crazy. Like, all right, so um, what I'm asking, Bill, is how, how, quite frankly, how, 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 how long do you think you can go? I can go a good four minutes, maybe five. That's that. That's that. That is. That is including, however, that is including my entrance. So you got maybe two minutes. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can work with that. All right. Get over here, Terry Taylor. Because I don't even work for them anymore. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. The, the, only, the only matches, I will say this. He, he, he did go take several suplexes from Brock, Bron, Brock Lesnar a couple of years ago. Took a couple impressive bumps with Strowman. So he wasn't as bad as we thought. WrestleMania, he takes three or four bumps. So that's good. We're talking about Goldberg here, right? Yeah, I'm talking about pronouns. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, Goldberg. The guy that almost killed the Undertaker. Yeah, and ended Bret Hart's career. Uh, Bret Hart would still be fucking wrestling right now. Putting yeah. on classic five-star matches. Uh-huh. That's a guy who knew how to fight, man. Knew, knew, knew how to make it look like a fight anyway. But anyways, I digress. I digress. So we got to put this up and we'll put it up on the, on the on our Facebook page as well. Check us out. You can also follow me at Real Steve Valley. You'll get some awesome commentary on professional wrestling, which is what we're doing, baby. It's all about the professional wrestling. So to be clear, so for the championship matches, Vlad... The Impaler takes Goldberg and takes Roman. I take yes. Roman and McIntyre, so we differ there. Who's your official pick for the Royal Rumble? This top three shit? No, you got to pick one each. Let's, 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 we're big boys. Who's your? I'm going Brock. I'm going Brock Lesnar and uh, a tie between Bailey and Bianca Belair. How about that? That's ballsy. Uh. uh. I'm going to go Daniel Bryan and uh, Bianca Belair. All right. I like it. Yeah. I mean, you got to give me some credit for the, for the, you know, because when you pick two people to win, you're basically booking the finish. So this is unprecedented at high spots and she pops someone's to take it going out on this limb and the balls. And, and there's a very good reason why I only pick SmackDown people to win because I've only been watching SmackDown. So there's that. Actually, didn't I? Oh, didn't I know? I said Alexa Bliss, didn't I? Did I change to Alexa Bliss? E, well, no. You know what? Yeah, actually, you did. I mean, we're not the video. <laughs> I don't too. even know what I'm talking. So I don't have balls. I'm not honest for a second. I'm a real piece of trash. I'm not honest for a second I mean, with you people out there. Yeah. So, yeah, Alexa Bliss and Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns. That's who I pick. Now, now, can I ask you this? For for some reason, I mean, if Brock Lesnar doesn't appear there, who would you choose? 
Oh, I definitely Daniel Bryan. I, I th- okay. you know, they're the only two people I'd want to see win this Royal Rumble. To be honest with you, I don't want to. I'm not interested in anybody else except maybe okay. Jay White, but he he doesn't have a snowball's chance. And honestly, I I want to see him. You know, it's good to see these guys who you love get the big spot and get the big push. But at the end of the day, I want to see his character build and really have have a chance to show what he can do in the WWE. Problem is, is that he's never going to be what he is and what he was in New Japan. He can't cut promos like he did. He's cursing. He's making fun of people he's saying there's some really fucked up shit that he can't do in WWE. And he's not going to be wrestling Tanahashi Okada or, you know what I mean, <laughs> or, or Kota Ibushi, three of the best wrestlers in the world, and, and have to put those matches out there that and take risks with his body anywhere. But he's, that's probably one of the reasons he wants to leave. He's done everything he can in New Japan. He's been the champion. He's headlined the, the Tokyo Dome twice. He's done everything that he needs to do in New Japan. So it's time for Jay White to, to show in WWE, and I really hope nothing but success. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. I mean, they didn't ruin anything with Finn Balor or AJ Styles at any points in their career. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, and then that's, that's, that's the thing you worry about. But the thing is that they're – it's not like a situation where, all right, um, say if, if Kevin Owens or, or Sami Zayn, for example, were free agents right now, I'd be bummed if WWE signed them instead of going to AEW because I know how talented and creative they are, particularly Sami Zayn. So I'd want them to have complete carte blanche with their characters. It seems like they're getting that, particularly Sami. Sami's having a blast with his character right now, and I love it. So I think oh, Sammy- it's great. So I think Sammy's gotten to a point where he's kind of writing a lot of his dialogue and all that. So that's brilliant stuff. And he's writing probably a lot of his storylines too. Certainly has major uh, input on how his matches go. They, you know, everyone talks about how great of a booker he's going to be or how great of a, of an agent he's going to be. So, but that's the kind of, the, the kind of professional wrestler that I think would be good. And, a, and Jay White is this guy. It would be AEW. But the thing is, is AEW is too big for Jay White, right? Or it's not big enough for Jay White right now. There's no room for Jay for another top heel right now. Yep. And you have that bullet club vibe, but holy shit. Then again, but then you think outside the box, you know, is, is he going to be part of the bullet club thing? But I, I don't think so. I think he, he joins WWE and, and that would be the big Royal rumble surprise. That would be the AJ styles. That would be the edge from last year. That would be equivalent yep. to one of those situations. So I think that's a great, I, I really hope that's what happens. And it makes all the sense in the world that it does. No, you're right. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I mean, that would move the meteor a little bit, too. Um, well, you never yeah. know, though, because, I mean, he didn't have a huge following in America before his New Japan run, like AJ did. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with him myself, to be really honest with you. I've started looking him up a little bit here, uh, but and I understand what you're saying. It seems like there's a lot of talent there. He definitely could speak. Um you know, and you'd have to figure out where does he fit in to entirely there, you know? I mean, and let's let's throw this out there too, right? You're, you're basically fantasizing about Jay White coming to WWE, rightfully so. The obvious thing is to have some sort of interaction between AJ, Finn, the Undisputed Era, like compete with AEW on that level. You have the pieces there if Jay White comes. Problem with that is Jay White was not in Bullet Club long. 
and he has no he he is so far removed from AJ and Finn Balor from he's like three gener he's like second he basically took over for Kenny right so he's two generations away from anybody in the book he wasn't even in New Japan when when AJ was there so I think he had a he had an early a kind of like a young boy young run when Finn was there when when Prince Devitt was there uh, but I don't know that ship sailed man you got to let that shit go dude. The Bullet Club ship, unless you get AJ and Finn together with with Adam Cole in some capacity, right. that yeah. ship is gone. And why would Adam Cole do that? The Undisputed Era is something that he kind of helped build into something crazy. Adam Cole was just thrown into the Bullet Club. And frankly, at this point in time, despite Balor, and I'm sorry, I'm gonna, and I this unpopular opinion, despite Balor being the the originator and, and one of the you know the guy who came up with the built the Bullet Club idea. He has had so little to do with the Bullet Club's success, it's ridiculous. He was the least effective of the leaders. No offense to him, but Bullet Club got bigger and bigger every time they they, they switched leaders. And the last, except the one time, the, the one time it did not is when Jay White took over for Kenny Omega. So you got to, Jay White and Bullet Club really wasn't that big of a deal. They were together for, not, I think, not even two years. So I don't know if Jay White, where you look at Omega was in the Bullet Club since 2013, Young Bucks 2013, Gallows Anderson 2013, all of them had that pedigree. Jay White doesn't have it, so I don't think Jay White would be make sense to go that route with it. If they want to go that route, that's fine. But if they hadn't done it yet, they're never going to do it. So even bringing it up is just wasting everyone's air because it's just they they screwed it up already. They screwed it up. They screw everything up. <laughs> so Jay White was a member of the Bullet Club for two years. He left when Kenny left. He left. He joined Bullet Club right after when Kenny left. Okay. So that was so 2018. Like, so that's two years ago. Yeah. In terms of uh, Vince McMahon's storylines, that's like I don't know, like 14 years of storytelling. <laughs> Either way, but he but was it, not. My point is, he doesn't have a history with AJ Styles or or, or Prince Devitt. But then again, well, listen, I guess it, what's up. If I were to if I were to go this route, Bullet Club is sort of fashioned after the NWO in ways. And what's the old saying? If you're part of the NWO, you're NWO for life, right? Yeah. Well, like are they really going to bring Club, back a Bullet Club thing though? If they're doing it across town, I would. Well, you've been asking for the Bullet Club and the Four Horsemen to get reunited for the last three years. Yeah, I've been. Yeah, I mean, seriously, I mean, somebody needs to hear me eventually. AEW did hear you. Look at that. And AEW might even bring back the Four Horsemen since Arn Anderson just bought the, the rights to it. AEW is going to make all your dreams come true, brother. Stop. Don't, 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 don't wait for WWE to do that. The only thing that Vince McMahon milks off of other people's ideas is Goldberg. The one <laughs> fucking thing. Not Sting. Eric, not Sting. Even, Goldberg. Even Eric, even Eric Bischoff is calling McMahon. He's like, enough with the Goldberg no, Eric Bischoff has taken every piece of credit that he possibly can for that. You know, it was my idea, right? I'll tell you, it's the reason it's my idea, because I told him to bang his head against the wall. And he came out with the smoke, and it was great. I loved it. It was great. That's the first time I ever tried Bischoff. Was that good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I'm getting into impressions. So that might be a, another dynamic that, that sneaks up. Honest. And you know what else I've been watching lately? I've been watching a shitload of WCW 1988 
just saw Barry Windham turn on Lex Luger. Lex Luger had every right to turn on Luger. I mean, uh, Windham had every turn, right to turn on Luger. Luger was not there in the in, the, in that. L- Barry Windham's fighting the horseman by himself, and Luger's out in the back taking a powder, doing something, whatever. Poor Barry Windham. I, hey, man, I was a Barry Windham fan. And by the way, like, I hated Luger. <laughs> he was... He did okay as a horseman, though. He wasn't too bad, but he... he Barry Windham embraced the four horsemen vibe. And... and yeah. And also the other thing right away too is that Barry Windham, and you see it in his promos early, he embraced everything that it is to be a four horseman and he, he made it made sense to why he turned on Lex Luger. But anyways, you guys didn't start listening to us to talk about Lex Luger and Barry Windham losing the tag team championships to Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard in 1988, did you? So why are you, why are you watching these things? I'm personally watching him because I love seeing Ric Flair in his prime. Ric Flair just, Ric Flair is about to have a feud with a young man from Honolulu, Hawaii named Ricky Steamboat. And then he's going to have a feud with Terry Funk. So there. But right now he's he's, he's too busy making Lex Luger and Sting in the main eventers right now. But then he's going to fight. Are you watching watching these on the network or are you watching these like on YouTube or something? No, I'm watching them on the network, which is great because the Midnight Express, remember the Midnight Express had that really cool song? Do, 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 yeah, do, do, yeah, do. Yeah. So I don't know. They it sounds like they got some some jack off in their in their basement on GarageBand, and they make these fictitious songs that sound like shit that they come out to. All right. Because Vince doesn't want to pay any royalties because that exactly. was a song that was not an original WWE song, and it wasn't even an right. original WCW song. Yeah. So there's that. So that's stupid of it. But other than that, I mean, dude, Jim Cornette, J.J. Dillon, the, and Ric Flair, Tully Blanchard, Arn Anderson, Barry Windham, all of those guys can cut the best friggin' promos. Obviously, Flair goes without saying. But Tully Blanchard and Arn, the intensity they all had about the competition, it's a stark contrast to, you know, Duke the Dumpster Josie fighting Doink the Clown. You know yeah. what I mean? And it makes oh, yeah, it, definitely. And it's kind of, it was a little bit before it's time. And that's a really great example of the difference between AEW and even WWE. WWE is, is Disney. It's, it's popcorn. It's pop music. It's, you know, it's not, speaking it's not Barry Disney, Wind, it's not Barry Windham as a four horseman. It's for damn sure. Yeah. Speaking of Disney with the whole TV deal with the uh, WWE network going on Peacock. Did you like uh, that? Yeah, ESPN is no longer going to be mentioning WWE at all because they're owned by Disney. Well, there you go. I mean, it, there's going to be – that's interesting because they there was a, like almost like a somewhat of a partnership between ESPN. They were getting and, – yeah. and actually, is that why Jonathan Coachman just came out and talked shit on Vince McMahon? Didn't he just have an interview where he said something about Vince sleeping on the plane or something? Yeah, I, I don't know if that's another reason. Like, you know, it's a little bit of a you know, line of sense separation. I'm sure Coachman realized that this deal with um, the Peacock Network or whatever uh, was going to be, was happening, you know. Uh, yeah, it's just weird timing. You know what I mean? It's yeah. just weird timing that he says something about Vince McMahon randomly recently, yep. right when this just was about to happen. That's it. Yeah, he realized he can burn that bridge at this point. Or at, at least throw some gasoline, you know what I mean? At least piss on yeah. it, you know what yep. I mean? Vince is. I, I don't. I don't know what the intention of the of the McMahon kids are. Obviously, we know Triple H wants to be in this business until he wants to kind of, in many respects, be like Vince in terms of how he wants to 
run the rest of his career the next 20 or 25 years. And it's yeah. amazing. And, you know, I don't want to spend too much time on it right now, but you think about Vince McMahon, how influential he's been and how much of how influential he's been on WWE still for 40, you know, 45 years for the most part. And um, not having him be the straw that stirs that drink, it would be very, very weird. Not even want to think about it right now, but gets us all, man. And, you know, we, we know what the two certain certainties are in life, right? Terrible booking by WWE. Yes. And uh, your undying love for jam bands. Vince McMahon's mom's still alive, though. She's 99. Ah, oh, he's going to live forever. Forget it. <laughs> and, and health is his thing because he's wanted to live such a long life. It'd be fucked if he dies earlier than his mom. Jesus. But I don't think he's in any kind of, I mean, the guy just dropped off of a scaffold last year at showing Rob Gronkowski, your new hero. Rob Gronkowski had to fall off a thing. So fall off of a, a balcony. But uh, I landed on my grapefruits, cushion of fall. So this is what's going to happen. For those of you who don't know, WWE Network is going to cease, as you know it, in the United States, in the United States, WWE Network is going to cease as you know it. It is going to be taken. It is going to be now part of the Peacock Network, right? Is that what it's called? The Peacock Streaming Network? P.Cock. If you've lined up all the, the professional Q? wrestlers that I have a bigger dick than, and you asked me if Seth Rollins would be in that category, I thought Seth would have a much bigger dick than he does, is my point. And look, you beat it. Yeah, and you you uh, you beat him hands down. I mean, it was attractive. God. It was an attractive penis, as far as penises go. Not that you know, whatever. But I mean, did you study it? It just looked nice and clean. It, it looked clean. It looked uh, didn't look menacing. You know, <laughs> it wasn't uh, intimidating. So he, he didn't go and do. It. He, <laughs> he, he fit right in with an Irish girl though. Mud it, run or something like that. What'd you say? He, he didn't just get back from doing like a mud run or something like that. It wasn't like all muddy and like he, he didn't change a tire with it or something. No, he was taking a selfie in the mirror, I guess. And he sent it to his ex-girlfriend and, right. she, and somebody got a hold of her phone and put it on the internet. And uh, no, he yeah. just looked, he looked well kept, but it wasn't, it was, you know, very, uh, very um, modest. Unimpre- yeah. Impressive to you. <laughs> He would not be in most pornos. It wasn't super small. It wasn't like a fucking pinky or anything, but it just wasn't. It was yeah. it was slightly below average. It wasn't bad. Hmm. And I'm sure he can go better than most. I mean, the guy can do three, seven hours of CrossFit in a row. So he's yeah. going <laughs> to, if he's going to take care of her, if a woman wants to go for 10 hours, Seth Rollins is your man. You know what I mean? And seems like yeah. a great guy off, out of, off of camera. I mean, she'll be she'll be dissatisfied for nine uh, for nine hours and fifty eight minutes of it. But hey, whatever. Well, we all know it's not about the dog and the fight; it's the fight and the dog. I don't know if that Who metaphor that? plays. With, I don't know if that metaphor plays with Seth Rollins, Seth Rollins' penis, but I mean, maybe I, we I should. Know. Perhaps we should change it. <laughs> I mean, you're you're quoting you're quoting Michael Vick on this uh, podcast at this point. I'm uh, almost offended now. 
Well, know, it's NBC's streaming service, but folks, either way, it's NBC. And so what's going to happen is, and I did my due diligent research, you are now going to have to, you could pay $5 now as one of the add-ons. And then you got to go to NBC, NBC's Peacock. You, you can actually subscribe to just the WWE Network, which would only be $5 from how I understand it. But for $5 more, you can get all of NBC's streaming stuff. So for $10, you get the WWE Network and plus NBC. So you're probably just going to do that. And it's, and it's a win-win for both because NBC gets all the WWE subscribers. And NBC has been getting trounced by the other networks for the most part in terms of their streaming services, gets a bump from WWE and WWE gets a gets even more people that can watch their product so it's a real win-win um because vince is vince is cornered the market on wrestling stream but that's pretty much it so if you are a wwe subscriber in the united states you're going to need to get an, uh, yourself a peacock account by mid-march and i forget why i don't know why it's mid-march but i think something's happening shortly after when this deal goes down and starts i forget what it is wrestlemania or something i forget uh, that would be it. WrestleMania. Uh, so, and you know what? I, I saw something there where they're, they're not even sure how it's going to transfer over. Like, if you have the network, um, there's a chance that it might just like sort of transfer into the Peacock, P.Cock streaming service. And uh, you just have to probably create a new login. Since you're already paying to the for the network, it might be somewhat seamless, even. It might be. They might just. just seamlessly transferred over maybe you have to do a couple clicks but they're not going to change the company's changing so it essentially it has to change the the terms of service you know what i mean it has to change the terms of service so um you will it, it won't be a big deal you'll just have to put your credit card you'll have to sign up like you did for hulu or you did for for netflix or you did for disney plus whatever streaming service you're gonna have to sign up if you didn't do so for peacock cock cock i want to see your peacock cock cock my peacock you have a teenage daughter now, wasn't that? That was uh, Kelly, Katy Perry. You have a cool kid, though. My daughter likes Katy Perry. Oh, my! actually, uh, was it the first concert my, my daughter went to was Katy Perry. Yeah, she sings a song about seeing boys peacocks. So there's that. Oh, really? Yeah. What song is that? It's called Peacock. I'm being serious. Check it out. I want to see your peacock, cock, cock, your peacock, cock, cock. Uh, it seems slightly rep repetitive, but hey, uh, yeah. So that's huge news today. I mean, I guess. I mean, I you know, I'm already paying ten bucks for the network. Now you're telling me I'm going to get the network plus the office and everything else. <laughs> Saturday Night Live. There's a lot of cool things yeah. you got going on there. So, uh, yeah, Hill Street Blues, Night Court. Yeah, I think Taxi I was on NBC. Wasn't Taxi on NBC or was that ABC? I think that was ABC. Fuck. Goddamn cheers. Alex Rieger. The cheers. Cheers. Okay, so that's the thing. So what I think it's a win-win for the fans. It doesn't seem like it's going to be that big of a deal uh, in terms of really your life, except NBC and WWE yeah. are going to get more eyeballs on their product. So that's good for them. And and I, you know what? Like, you're going to see something like uh, Saturday Night Main Event return. Which needs to. I mean, Saturday Night's main event was... Um, see, the thing is, though, is that, you know, it's one of those things. Is it going to be the same? 
in terms of the magic? Is it going to be the same? Oh, it's Saturday Night Live. Sir. I, you know, when I was a kid, I really, every Saturday night's main event, I looked forward to because it was like a pay-per-view. It wasn't like, because yeah, back exactly. then, big yeah, back then your weekly shows were kind of like AEW dark. If you watch that, it were a bunch of squash matches. Yeah. Not yep, really, yep. you know, they might have one decent match once in a blue. They might have, you know, Barry Horowitz with the main event against, you know, Tatanka. That would be the big one. Barry Horowitz would give him a run for yep. his money. You know what I mean? That would be the biggest. So Saturday's main event, you had like three or four or five matches you would never see on TV. It was amazing. Yep. Now you're getting good matches all the time. So I don't know if Saturday, if Saturday night is just going to be, or Saturday night's main event is just going to be another Raw or another SmackDown. Eh. It, it would have to be pay-per-view level. You, would, I, In my opinion, for me to get jazzed about it, so to speak. And you would probably have to put it on the West Coast. Because you know how people are now, you know, back in the day, you, Saturday night main event, you could tape it and you can play it whenever, yeah. Yeah. you know, which is what the biggest reason why the Rockers were never the world tag team champions in WWE, because uh, the one time they did win a best two out of three falls match, the ring fell apart during one of the matches and Vince didn't want to use it. So they just said, oh, you didn't win it. Oh, it never true. happened. I didn't realize that. Oh I didn't yeah. Realize a long that. time ago, they were uh, the heart foundation. Hmm. And they had a two out of three best of best out of two out of three falls match. And no one ever saw it because, because the ring came apart. Vince just didn't even do it. And they never even acknowledged the Rockers won the championship. That's some crazy shit. Yeah. See, when you hang out late, at, when you hang out late at the high spots and cheap pops podcast, you find things out. I mean, you're just a wealth of knowledge with that, man. Probably the reason that uh, Janetti got kicked right in the face. More than more than more than one reason for that, my friend. Well, all right, uh, folks. He had, a, he, had a, he had a coming. Well, we had a fantastic time going over the Royal Rumble. I say Brock Lesnar. I say Alexa Bliss. You say the same thing, right? You say you might go Daniel Bryan as well. Uh, I'm going to say Daniel Bryan because I I'm not. 100% sure about Lesnar being there, unlike some people on this call. Uh, <laughs> hey, and then, Bianca, and then Bianca Belair on, on the other one. Oh, okay. So I'm going Alexa. All right. So we're, we're really at odds for the most part. So we have the McIntyre match different, and we have both yeah. Royal Rumbles different. It'll be interesting to see. I, I don't do quite as well with WWE. I usually smoke you like a blunt in AEW pay-per-view events. WWE, you're a little bit better, but we'll see what happens. Didn't I beat you in the last one that we did? I don't remember yeah. the last one. Yeah, yeah, we did that. And I beat, you did yeah. beat me. That was your first yeah. AEW victory out of all their yeah, pay-per-views. So I'm, unde- I'm undefeated. <laughs> oh. Well, it's a brand new year. This is our first pay-per-view. Let's let's do this. Let's have a little bit of a let's do a little bit of uh we'll start counting. We'll start count do, doing the counts like like Mike and the Mad Dog. Like, okay, so we had five, say, what would you, one, two, three, four matches this week. We'll, we'll see whatever our record is, and we'll take it from there. We'll do it all year. How about that? Sounds good. I'm going to whip you like the, like the dog you are, Pedro, Pedro, Pedro. Pedro, not Pedro. What did he, and then, and did you remember when uh, Del Rio came back for like a, like six months and, Kevin Owens, even though they were both heels, just ripped on him every chance he got. It was so great. And deservedly like, so. No one, no one noticed that you were gone, Del Rio. And he's exactly right. I was like, why didn't he bring him back? And then they gave him the U.S. championship right away off of John Cena. When John Cena had this amazing run, 
that made the title as, as prominent as it's been probably since WCW. And then you have him drop the title to Del Rio, who sucks. Oh, I fucking hate that. And, you know, and you know what? Del, Del Rio is the one guy who I almost would rather see Goldberg instead of Del Rio. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I see Goldberg than a lot of people. I just don't want to see him wrestling in a main event for a championship now. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Have him in a have him in an, an, a legends match or have him fight another young talent. I don't care. But does he have to fight for the championship? And does he have to be in a in in a you know one of the top one of the last two matches of the night? No. You can do other yeah. things with Bill Goldberg. He's still an attraction, whether they have the title or not. They're, they're milking the hell out of the Goldberg thing because anything on like social media that I see on Facebook at WWE, it's like they're strolling down memory lane for Goldberg. And honestly, I watched that streak pretty much live as it happened. And you know what? Like watching it back then, I was happy Scott all hit him with that cattle prod. Absolutely. 100%. I was excited. I, mean, I, I jumped off the Goldberg bandwagon before he even beat Hogan. I was so yeah. far off Goldberg. I was like, dude, this dude's just, he, 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 he's just like the ultimate warrior in this vein. They're nothing like yes. their, their present presentation. They're nothing like whatever. They're nothing like each other as people, nothing at all. But they have this dynamic. They both are very intense. They both weren't very great in the ring. They both were not considered great guys to work with backstage. And they both just had that meteoric rise beating Hulk Hogan in a big match to win their first championship. So there were a lot of parallels yeah. between the two of them. And, um, but I wasn't an 11 year old kid. I was a 17, 18, 19 year old kid. So dude with a, a dude talking gibberish about the universe with face paint on didn't work for me anymore. You know what I mean? <laughs> we, 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 in Goldberg's, yeah, exactly. in Goldberg essence, I'm like, you know, but he was impressive and you know, whatever. I mean, I don't mind the guy making money. I don't mind the guy getting booked. It's just had to, where he's at. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be wrestling for a championship. He's embarrassing the title. He's 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 making the titles not mean anything. Just like the tag titles don't mean a goddamn thing. Yep. You know. But anyways, uh, Biggie's doing good with the Intercontinental Championship. Hopefully that keeps that up and what have you. But all right, folks. Vlad, you got anything else for us? This was a, a, one of my favorite shows we've done. That's pretty much it. I'm looking forward to the uh, Rumble on Sunday and. Uh... Again, big night uh, Wednesday night with the uh, with Dynamite coming up as well. So, but uh, above and beyond all, I'm actually really looking forward to the Rumble uh, because it really just sets the uh, uh, the everything in motion going towards WrestleMania. So the picture will become a little bit more clearer as going to try to entertain us, especially with it would be I guess fifty thousand people over the span of two nights. Uh, as we have two nights of WrestleMania once again, but this time with a live audience. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see good uh, that many people at a wrestling show, and and I think and it seems like everything they're doing is going to be safe. So good for them. We'll talk to you. Check out. We will probably have a Dynamite review this week. Check us out later on in the week. Follow me on Twitter at Real Steve Valley, and check us out on Facebook. High spots and cheap pops. Vlad is dropping some monster awesome reviews and uh, a lot of great content on our Facebook page consistently. So please check all that. And until then, this is High Spots and Cheap Pops. I'm Silicon Steve Valley for Vlad the Impaler. For High Spots and Cheap Pops, we will see you guys next week.